final round. Welcome to Button Mash, the show where we mash all your video game content for the week for you to listen to at the press of a single button. My name is Roger, and with me, as usual, I have Chris. Hello, hello. Hello, Chris. Uh, we have a special guest today to talk to us about stuff that we haven't played, so we can still cover it on the show. We have Callan from the Game Train Podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us, man. For <laughs> filling in, filling in the gaps. Uh, yeah, put on stop on by, you know. <laughs> that's it. Beautiful. Okay, so we uh, not too many news this week, but uh, what has happened is pretty big, I think. Um, so first of all, PUBG coming to PlayStation Four on December seventh. Yeah. Um, so we got the just got the announcement. I think we we spoke about it last week. Um, PUBG is coming to Xbox Game Pass and now Bombshell, it's coming to PlayStation 4 as well. So it was kind of their sort of big gun, I guess, uh, an exclusive. Uh-huh. And now it's coming to yeah. PlayStation 4. It's a bit late, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that ship sailed yeah. like tw- 12 months ago, especially with <laughs> Fortnite and now Blackout. True. It- yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit sad, really, because I know some people on PlayStation, like friends of mine, like absolutely have been wanting PUBG the whole time, and now Blackout's out, and they're like, "Well, I'm just going to play this because, <laughs> yeah. you know, that is we've me. been waiting and it hasn't come, so yeah, this is other product. We're going to play that now." Yeah, I wanted PUBG on PlayStation for so long. Um, I got an Xbox One. I had it on Xbox One, but I don't have friends that uh, <laughs> that will play with me yeah. <laughs> on Xbox. Um, and I like the PlayStation controller better, so I would have loved it on PUBG. I would have loved it on the PlayStation, but um, that's what you said, a little too late, especially too late. with Blackout. I prefer to play Blackout and Fortnite. I know mm. they're totally different games, the Fortnite, but um, Blackout is more of a rival to PUBG, so... And it's not a buggy mess either, so... <laughs> yeah, true. true. Did you did you ever get into PUBG, Colin? I played it on Xbox. It on wouldn't Xbox. run on my computer for some weird reason, but okay. I played a lot on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was all right, you know. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it was... I don't know. I didn't really get into it. Like, I played probably 20, 30 matches of it. Okay. I was like, oh, yeah. You know, I played a lot more than Fortnite anyway. Fortnite, I couldn't... I couldn't deal with the whole building mechanic in that. All right. Okay. We got into Fortnite pretty heavily and sort of just completely dropped out of it, fell out of it when um, Blackout came out. I have, I don't I don't think I've picked it up since uh, Black Ops came out. I think I think too many games have come out too. Oh, 100%. As well. 100%. Um, but I don't know. I, I, we were talking about um, uh, XO18 last week when they said PUBG was coming out on um, on the Game Pass there, and I thought because I've me personally, I've never played uh, PUBG before, and it's something that I've sort of just wanted to try to be able to say, you know, I've tried it and I know what it's like. At the moment, it's just like, I mean, I don't need to play it. I wouldn't fork out the thirty dollars or however much it costs uh, to play it. But yep. since it's on Game Pass now, I'm like, okay, I might, you know, especially at the moment, you can get it for a dollar for the first month. I was like, I'll install PUBG, give it a crack. Um, coming out on PlayStation Four, it'll probably be full price. Don't think I would um, get it 
I'm interested to see how it does in terms of sales. Um, yeah. Don't think it'll do it will too definitely, well. It will definitely, I think it will, uh, yeah, I know, but I think it will still like sell. Um, it's definitely going to boost their sales you for sure. Yeah, it has to. Like, it's better than not coming out on the PlayStation. Mm. Well, see, PlayStation has H1Z1 as well, so... Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, that's true. That's... Yeah, exactly. So, it's... Yeah, I, I 100% I think, agree. I think that it's a bit too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely too late. If they bought it out on both systems, they would have made a killing. An absolute killing. But they... Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can... they made a killing regardless anyway on Oh, yeah. One yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. Unless yeah. they bring it, I'm hoping that they bring it, they, they probably will, some sort of, I don't know, some sort of package that would come out with the PlayStation 4 version that would sort of, um, you know, a bit of innovation that sort of incentivizes people to jump back in or jump in for the first time if they haven't played before. Um, you can build forts. <laughs> yeah, that would be man, imagine imagine a battle royale game where you can build stuff. That would be that crazy. Would, that would be so dumb that would not take off. You're an idiot. <laughs> uh yeah, that comes out uh December seventh on the PlayStation 4. As far as I know, the only thing you get is um a Nathan Drake skin if you pre order it. Okay. Who cares? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah i haven't seen anything about pricing um or anything like that but yeah like i said i, I just want to sort of give it a cry I, I know it's not something i would stick to but i just kind of i just want to try it so i think gay pa- a game pass would be perfect for me and i'll try it that way playstation 4 sorry and uh next we got a rumor that uh, there's going to be another version of the Xbox One, uh, which is going to be discless. No discs, just a hard drive. And you can just download games on there. But it's an Xbox One, not a new generation. Is I've it a One X or is it just a One S again? Mm, as well, I think it's a different name. Yeah, it'll be it, at the moment. It's still rumor. So nothing's going to change yet. Uh, what they're saying is it's it's an Xbox One. So like basic model. Uh, I don't know if it will have the same features of the Xbox One S with uh, HDR and that sort of stuff. Um, but the big thing is it's going to be discless. And um, yeah, basically it'll be cheaper for that reason because it doesn't have a disk drive. Okay. They yeah. said that if you own an Xbox mm-hmm. and you hand in your old like your hard copy games, I'll give you a digital code. Yeah. But I'm thinking, if you already got an Xbox, why are you going to buy just the digital version? Mm, yeah, they're, they're very because it can do both. Yeah. Why would you go again downgrade? It's a rumor, but apparently, it's you could only do it at the like the Microsoft store, which I don't think we have here anyway. No. Um, and yeah, I, I thought it was a weird thing. I thought it would be like. Um, uh, who did it? I think it was the PSP or the, no, the PS Vita. You could put in the the code of your um, your PSP games and play your PSP games on the Vita. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought it would be something like that. Like you already own the game. You just put in like the, you know, the code on your disc or on the spine of your case or whatever, and you can play the game. I suppose um, they'll lose a fair bit of purchases though for that because you could just go to your mate's house and be like, oh, give me a disc or, and I'll just 
put the code in on my place. Yeah, on my I mean, not, not not exact. I'm sure there's like some sort of way, like the oh, the barcode would be the same, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know, something yeah, like that would require to, you to like. I'd be all for it because pretty much I run all my stuff um, digital anyway on my Xbox these days. Yeah, I I haven't bought an Xbox game in store for a long time mm. um, because Carl and I have a thing set up where we share our digital games together. So ah. if we're buying something, we just take it in turns back and forth and we both get access to that same game. So right. yeah, which is really, really handy. Um, yeah, I bet. yeah. So, and I prefer having it all digital anyway, because mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan these days of just changing discs. It sounds really lazy, but being able to just <laughs> easily just cruise around on the menu and just go, Oh yeah, I feel like playing that, mm. you know, just jump into like skate or whatever, or, you know, Overwatch, and then mm-hmm. you know, go all right. And now I'm going to play um, Red Dead Redemption. So you just bang, click on it, off you go. Like it's pretty, you know. It's, once I don't mind it, but once I get you've experienced why it wouldn't really take off here without internet because our internet is rubbish in Australia. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, like, oh, it's not like you would buy the game. You you sort of expect it now that you'd like, you know, download the game, leave it to download overnight or something, and you play it the next day, which is. Not ideal, but I mean, even if you buy physical these days, you put the disc in, there's going to be a massive day one patch anyway. Well, that's what happened with um, Fallout 76 is that people bought the game in store, mm-hmm. but install like 200 megs off the disc or whatever, and then they'd have to download the rest. Really? Insane. Yeah, yeah. That's so so we, bought it, so um, we bought it digitally, yeah. um, so we just preloaded it pre-loaded a few days it. before, um, ready to go. But a mate of mine, yeah, he, he bought the PlayStation 4 version. Said, you know, he threw the disc in, took 200 meg off the disc or whatever, and then said, <laughs> all right, 50 gig download. He went, cool, and just went out for the day. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> you know, like, sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit BS if you're going out, to, you uh... know, purchasing from a store. But then, uh... then you got the online pricing as well, which is always <clears> so much <throat> more expensive. And that, this is what frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah. yeah. You're not paying for a disc. You're not paying for, like, the plastic or... Or anything like that. You're you're Shipping, buying just a yeah. digital version of this game, yep. yet they are charging you thirty, forty dollars more than what you'd buy in a store. It's ridiculous. It's like um, we were looking at the the Black Friday sales under the PlayStation Store. Um, <laughs> one example I can think of is uh, Spider-Man on PS4 is fifty. It's like fifty-four or fifty-nine dollars on the PlayStation Store for the during the sale. Um, yep. You'll be able to pick it up from Big W on Friday for thirty nine dollars for a physical <laughs> copy. How does that make sense? Like, yeah, you know, it, only way it makes sense is like I said before, how Carl and I have sort of shared systems yep. that we just share the digital games. And, yeah, that's yeah, what, do it that way. I've started doing that as well with uh, one of our friends. Um, so we just pay, we just split the costs in between the two of us, and yep. we just share the game. But, yeah, it's fantastic. And it's funny because if Carl starts downloading something on his Xbox, like new, oh. he'll download on mine at the same time. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind something like that. But it's, um, I mean, especially at the moment, the, the, when I first saw it, I was like, why would you do that now? Like, it's the, we're going, getting towards the end of this generation. Um, yeah. But they're really pushing the Game Pass, which would, work perfectly on a machine like this which with yeah. just a hard drive um yeah but then then you do miss out on like you know your 4k blu-rays and stuff like that yeah. and that's pretty much what i use my disc drive for only these days is those sorts of movies on um mm-hmm. you know 4k yeah, blu-rays true. and stuff like that so mm. that's true but then like you can get 
Netflix 4K on there. Well. Yeah, that's true too. Mm. Yeah, we're I, I going think, digital, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's sad when you were saying that before, Callan, about um, like you'd rather you're getting lazy with changing discs and stuff. Like I yeah. think of like a few days ago, I was like thinking of playing one of my games, and I was like, I got to get up and change the disc, and I ended up playing a different game that was already on my PlayStation Four. Instead of getting up and changing the disc, it, I was like, oh, and, and so look, the whole digital thing suits me because I live in a small apartment, so I don't mm. have a lot of room for like stacks of games. Yeah. So, you know, having a hundred games on my Xbox One digital is fantastic for me. It mm. works so well. It'd be perfect. Rather than a hundred cases floating around. Mm. I'm holding on to the edge of a cliff with my hard copy <laughs> games. As much as I love them, I love the feel of them. I love the smell of them. I love the look of them. Um, again, I probably don't like changing them, Yeah, <laughs> changing the disc true. over. And it is nice when I do buy a digital game, um, on my PlayStation and I can just go, oh, sweet NBA live. I bought that on you know digital because there's no physical copy in Australia <laughs> for it for some copy. unknown reason. But, um, uh... it is nice from going to say Red Dead Redemption and be like, oh, let's just check yeah. in and go to NBA live for a bit and I can just go straight over to it and yeah. I feel like I'm slowly going that route but um, they mm. are really, really trying to rip my teeth out because I and just don't want to go. <laughs> then you look at the Switch as well, like everything I've got on my Switch, I want digital because it's so much easier carting that around just the Switch That's rather true. than all these little tiny cartridges that you can end up losing or, yeah. or whatever. Uh, so the Switch is fantastic for the digital only aspect as well. Did you get Pokemon yeah. digital as well? Uh, funnily enough, I didn't only because it was so much cheaper yeah. to get it <laughs> yeah. in the store with the Pokeball Plus, and I wanted that. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have cost me a lot more money. I'm like, mm, I'll go get one of these good deals, and that'll be like the only game I take with me everywhere. Like Smash Brothers, I'm getting digital. So, yeah. yeah. Is it no. do you buy directly on the the eShop or? Uh, generally, yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. But then I mostly use my Switch for indies anyway. Yeah. And, you know, Nintendo's, you know, main lines like Mario, Zelda, Pokemon, yeah. Smash Brothers, rest are indies on there. Everything else I'll play on the Xbox or the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah. I reckon it'll be an, uh, an interesting uh, machine if it does come out um, to sort of boost their sales towards the end of this generation there. I think a cheaper product, like you can already find a, an Xbox one S for like $300 these days. I imagine this one would be, have to be cheaper, probably around a $200 mark. And you just, I think they said under 200, did they? They were speculating it was going to be under 200. Yeah. But that would be, uh, I think that was, for it was Australia because... Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Cause Australian. Oh, imagine so, that. So. That, would that would be, be a um... ripper. Yeah, that would be gold. Mm. Like for someone who like just getting into the console market or like a young kid like for Christmas or something. How good would that be? Just like if cheap it, machine. If it came out, if it's going to be like the Air, oh, not the S, the, uh, I don't know, I suppose it would be. Because I'm like, we got the fat Xbox. We got the original ones. And then if yeah. they did do that trading thing with the digital ones, it's like, hmm, would I do it? Because if it's a bit more sleeker and a bit more smaller, yeah. would I do it for the Xbox One? And we're near the end of that generation, I probably would. Considering <laughs> I'm kind all of the games... I'm eating my words now. Considering um, the games, the, like, three or four games I have on Xbox One are available on Game Pass anyway, <laughs> I probably would. Because <laughs> I've all got... I've only got, like, just... They're pretty much all Forzas. They're all the Horizons yeah, stuff, so... Um, and a few odds here and there, but, um, yeah. Yeah. 
we'll see. I mean, yeah, like I said, still a rumor at this stage, but I think it would be pretty interesting. I would, if they had some sort of deal, some trading deal, I might, if it, you know, good enough, I probably would do it. Um, yeah. But I mean, if they are doing that sort of thing, they'll probably end up losing money. <laughs> guess yeah. So. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen, but we'll find yeah. out. I'll have to get confirmation first. Hopefully it's real. Um, yeah. Next, we got a bit of a bombshell. Um, PlayStation is skipping E3 2019. First time in 24 years, PlayStation wouldn't be at E3. And that's the wow. lifespan of yep. E3. Mm. Um, I feel think I I, mm. I feel like a lot of companies are going to start doing this. I think they get more hype around their own conferences, as in it's a separate like mm-hmm. you know uh, different month and stuff like that. Uh, when when it's in E three, there's yeah. a lot of mixture evolved in it with others releasing or showing their games, and it can get overhyped of other games and. Um, yeah, I feel like Xbox and some of the other game companies might come out and do their own kind of... Well, it, it's already happening like that. Yeah, um, it is. For example, yeah. Uh, yeah. E3 2018, uh, EA was off-site, so yeah. they weren't at the main convention. They had their own little thing a few days before. Xbox yeah. was also off-site um, in the Microsoft Studio, which is like oh, probably two, 300 metres from the convention centre. Mm. So it's it's getting like... You know, more and more companies not really even, mm. you know, turning up there. Nintendo mm. do their digital press conference, but still got Direct. a presence at E3 yeah. itself. Almost feel like PlayStation will, you know, how they cancelled PSX this year. Yeah, I got a, I got a feeling that they're going to go. All right, um, we've got a PSX in uh, twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and it's going to be in May, a month out before E3. Mm. They get that whole news cycle just to them. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for all their news, and then you know, E3s you know, three weeks later and then you just mm-hmm. go on to there. But they'll yeah. just dominate the gaming news cycle for a week on their own. No yeah. competition. Well, even if, even game developers are doing that too, though. Like, they just, they feel like if they show their game at E3, people are going to see it for, I don't know, talk about it for maybe half a day and then another game will get, you know, drowned shown. And, and then yeah. it just get, yeah, get drowned and then that will be it. It's like Rockstar. Like, I don't think, you know, they show off grand theft auto or red dead redemption or anything like that like they just run their right. own thing and they, they and that's when they bring out the hype and everyone talks about it for that whole week like yep. so i don't know i think they're going to probably start losing a, a few game developers e3 and it'll probably be non-existent e3 <laughs> like in 10 years time or eight years time it's probably I just a, sooner than the individual <laughs> yeah it, it's still a massive event like kyle and i went there this year and it was huge oh really how, how big it was oh jesus that would be um, awesome like, you guys have done PAX, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like four times the size of PAX. It's yeah. just stupidly big. But it's always been for the industry, not for the people, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except yeah, for the last couple of years where they've had, like, a gamer pass for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's hardly... I think we saw one cosplayer when we were there. Oh, you know, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's always been just for for the um, industry mainly, like the um, not for the people. And now, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's... um. You're seeing it sort of like EA, um, EA do its own thing off-site days before, like, I think... Yeah, it's on the Saturday um, or Sunday. And then... Yeah, I think, what was it? Uh, E3 was on the Wednesday, the Thursday, and the Friday over there. 
mm-hmm. and on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before, EA had their own little thing, like, way off, and it was like this, oh, gosh, it wasn't overly big, but they had a big uh, Battlefield Five area. They had Anthem showing there. Mm-hmm. They had... Um, Oh, this has a free play area of just all these EA games. They had a big area for FIFA, you know, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was probably oh, it took up a whole whole block in LA where it was. So it had a bit of size to it, I guess. Um, and then yeah, the, their Microsoft was also separate in the in the theater. So they had the theater where they had the big presentation, mm-hmm. and then they had sort of all around there, all these sort of uh, consoles set up with all different games and, and that as they do, but you know, there's still plenty of like Microsoft stuff there just wasn't in the convention center. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe Eve three does just eventually break up. Xbox does their own thing. EA mm-hmm. does their own thing. Uh, <laughs> but then I guess it would annoy, uh, I guess people in the industry at the same time, it's handy having everything there that everyone looks to at that time of year yeah. for all the big announcements so you get all the big sort of gaming journalists going there. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, hang on, we've got a thing every month that we've got to head off to. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So pros and cons. Mm. Or have really, mm. has Sony given up on 2019? Are they like, well, we're not going to be able to release Death Stranding next year. Um, Last of Us 2 is going to be a PS5 game, let's say. Ghost of Tsushima is not going to be ready. What have we got to show off? Yeah, What's that's another, point? yeah. So it could be that as well, that they just wait until the end of the year, until November, when they would normally have PSX. And maybe mm. at the 29 PSX, if they have it in November, they go, right, we're showing off to PlayStation 5 now. Uh, Last of Us 2 will be a launch title on PlayStation 5, and you'll be able to pick this up in 2020. You know, whatever. Along those yeah. lines. Yeah, that's true. I'm thinking, like, I would... Because- I'm starting to think, like, I would prefer to have it spaced out. You have... Microsoft doing something in like November and uh, PlayStation does something in another month and Nintendo and so on. For I think sure. that would be cool. So you just like, you yeah, know, fills up your whole year with like different events. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, yeah. Callan, like for people working in the industry, having to organize, you know, I would have to go there this month and then October, I got to go to this place for the Xbox thing. Like probably not ideal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. It'd be interesting to, to see what they do. Um, what what you said sounds like it's pretty likely actually that they do something in May before uh, the rest of the industry shows all their stuff at E three the following month. Um, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Or they just hold off everything till November, mm. and they have nothing else coming out after um, Days Gone, which is in like March. It's April. So yeah. Or April. Oh, I got pushed back to April. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, they um they have nothing else for the year, so they go, well, we'll just, you know, run PSX in November again and show off our PS5 because mm-hmm. the rumors are holding up to that now. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. People would have probably been expecting an announcement at E3. Maybe they're just not ready for that yet, so mm-hmm. they just hold off to November. Yep. Mm. I'm just hoping they don't do, like, the same sort of thing they did with the PlayStation Pro, the announcement thing. Worst thing ever. <laughs> Oh, I mean, that was terrible. <laughs> that was so bad. That was How did that go? Sh- I can't even. I can't even remember that. They were just like in this little room, and it was just one guy talking about <laughs> all the technical stuff, like the nitty gritty of stuff that people didn't want to, didn't care about at yeah. all. Like, and like even the the people from the press who were in that room, like you could see, they were just bored, falling asleep. Like, oh, Such a boring conference. <laughs> yeah. They could have made it so exciting. And yeah. They just- 
gassed it. Missed opportunity. Oh, bad. Uh, oh, I, I guess the, the flip side of PlayStation skipping E3, mm-hmm. um, it gives other... I guess companies like more space in the floor because PlayStation took up a huge area in there. Like it was massive. Like I reckon they had about 40 VR stations set up. Oh, um, yeah. they, they had a theater air, area. So on a proper cinema screen showing off all their trailers mm-hmm. from, from that, that year. Um, I lost count of how many like Spider-Man units and stuff they had set up. Like <laughs> just <laughs> ridiculous. And then they had this special media only area where they had stuff like, um, oh, well, Spider-Man and all that there as well, but like with all like like um, all these other couches and some of the developers would hang out in there and chat to you and all this stuff. Now that was cool. Oh wow, that was awesome. Um, I was sitting on beanbags with uh, one of the developers of Dreams, and he was talking me through the game, showing me the oh, demo. Really? And, and stuff. Oh really? That wow. was really cool. <laughs> That's um, awesome. And, but that again was quite big as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, that's a lot of like real estate that's now got to be filled. Maybe Microsoft goes, hmm, let's have a massive showing now at E3 since, you know, our direct rival's not going to be there. Maybe Microsoft moves back into the building, takes over all that area, and does massive Microsoft stuff. Who knows? Might give just other companies like that, you know, a stepping stone in that they, I don't know, or maybe EA move back into the convention center. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Nintendo moves out too, and it's just a disaster for E3 this year. I don't well, know. apparently the the people who like organize it, the the company that's in charge of organizing E3, is like starting to charge like a ridiculous amount of money uh, to have the companies like have their stuff there. And I think mm. apparently that's one of the big reasons why everyone is sort of starting their own thing offsite because it's just costing way too much. Yeah. Um, mm. I guess it makes sense for Microsoft to have their stuff in the Microsoft theaters and say own the theater that it's yeah, in. Yeah, so it's no, like, sure. well, why should we pay your money? We'll just have <laughs> our stuff here. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, I'm interested. I'll be interested to see what they do. I'm, I'm still, I'm, oh, I'm more hoping for the first scenario there where they do something in May. Yeah, yeah. So rather than giving up on the, I think it'd be the worst thing they could do. And give like Xbox that sort of foot in the door, the upper hand. which mm. they're trying to clamber back. And next year is supposedly supposed to be a big one for Xbox with like mm. Halo Gears um, and another Forza title, of course, all coming out. So, you know, like PlayStation could really hurt themselves, you know, 2020 onwards if they don't do something really next year and get people hyped for something. Yeah, but then <laughs> it, it, it's, it could also be another case of Xbox announces something. And they're on the back foot because they've sort of started the thing and then PlayStation has the chance to sort of, you know, combat what they've said with their version of like, it's like when they announced the Xbox one, there was like going to be no game sharing, that sort of stuff. And then PlayStation had a bit of a, bit of a giggle. A dig. But then if you go back to the generation before that and when they announced the PlayStation 3 and at the ridiculous price (laughs) and then that gave Xbox the end there. So they're both both messed up along the way. Like, they're both done boo-boos, which has pretty much cost them almost a generation. Yeah, yeah. So messed up. Imagine the pressure. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fuck. I think they're just going to sit back and enjoy the rest of this cycle uh, with the big successes they've, they've had over the past couple of years there and yeah. Yeah. But we'll have to wait and see. 
All right, um, that's it for the uh, the news topics we, we had for this week there. So let's jump into what we've been playing this week. So I see there, Calendar, you've played a bit of Tetris Effect. Um, yes. Now, did you, do you have a VR headset? I, I do not. I'm not a big fan of VR. <sighs> so you um, played on the normal screen. Just on the normal screen. And Ooh, it was because wow. Interesting. my co-host, Carl, wouldn't mm-hmm. shut up about it. Okay. <laughs> like he loves Tetris, like something, and he's very, very good at it too. Oh, okay. Um, and he bought this straight away digital, so we both on both our systems. He's like, oh. "You got to play." I'm like, "I'm not playing Tetris," <laughs> and he just wouldn't stop. He goes, "Just have one game." I said, "All right, I'll have one game." I had a quick go. I was like, oh, "That's all right." He goes, "No, actually, sit down and play it properly for a while." I'm like, "Fine, <laughs> you leave me alone." <laughs> anyway, for about two or three days, I just sat here playing Tetris. Like, I just, I, I went all in. Like, I've almost finished the whole thing on normal. Oh, now no. I started again on expert, trying to go through it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it do, you so, play, do you play with a headset on, with some headphones on, or? Um, yeah, I had been. Yeah, with like, yeah. Um, just how you know every block movement and drop. Yeah. You know, it's creating the noise and the sounds and all that. It's, yeah, it gets quite intense. It's pretty cool. Yeah, interesting. So it's it's still like really enjoyable just on the normal screen. Yeah, yeah. Like cool. um, I yeah, I had heaps of fun playing it. Um, well, there you go. And yeah, but yeah, Carl's like, well, can you beat Moscow? I'm like, well, no. You've been playing Tetris for a lot longer than me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. He's like getting on the leaderboards and all this sort of stuff. Oh, like, really? That, oh, Jesus. that stuff's not for me. Yeah. And he'll play at like the fastest speed at like, you know, I, I don't know, what is it, 14 or 15 or whatever it is. Oh, wow. And I struggled to play in like seven. <laughs> well, I, I found myself going okay up to about 11 or 12 and that okay. gets a bit a bit much then. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he's very, very good, but he's played a lot of Tetris in the past. Right. And this is probably one of his most hyped games this year. He he just really? absolutely loves it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Does he play on the normal screen as well or, or VR feed? He does. He's got a VR headset, but he hasn't. He's just moved house, so he hasn't oh, had a chance to set all so. that stuff up. And yeah. you know, So I think he'll get into that soon and, and try it all up. That I'm sure I'll hear all about how I have to get a VR headset then. Yeah. Interesting. Because <laughs> um, I played the demo when it came out a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I've got the VR headset, so I tried it with the headset on played uh the demo and now i played the demo again just on the normal screen and that's sort of yeah that sold me like i bought the game when it came out even though it was like 55 bucks i yep. was like but in vr it's yeah it's incredible man it's like all that stuff that you obviously see on the screen is just happening around you like that first level where there's like that whale made out of like light just swimming around yeah. Like just watching that happening around you. And there's another level you, you've probably done it if you're close to the end. There's one where um, you're just under the water and there's dolphins like swimming alongside yes. you. And mm-hmm. then as you progress through the level, you go above water. And when you like clear a line, the dolphins like jump out of the water. It's so great, man. Like it's just <laughs> the most relaxing sort of experience I've had in a long time. It's like I just sit there, just bobbing my head. At the music, and nice. just, oh, just having a good time. It's so good, and you're just like you don't know what's happening around you because you get the VR headset on. It's just yeah, it's just a, such a mm. sort of zen experience. So good, I love it. Nice, Roger, just having a bop. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't give a shit if my wife is walking past and watching me making fun of me, which probably has <laughs> happened. Um, I don't care, man. Actually, I, I'd love to see the game on the Switch. I'd, it'd just be awesome on the Switch. Yeah. 
I just like the whole thing of the effect thing for me mm-hmm. is what sold me, or else I'd just play it. Because I've got, I'm pretty sure I've got Tetris on the, like a normal version of Tetris on the PS4, or maybe it's on the, play, oh. the PS3 actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, if you get the chance, um, so is there something in particular in VR that sort of doesn't grab you or? Oh, look, oh, I get I get migraines from things. Oh, I just yeah. don't really need to have something else messing with my brain pretty much. Yeah. No, that's, that's <laughs> um, I, Look, I played a cricket game at um, PAX oh, and VR. That was fun. <laughs> but, we wanted to try that. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that worked for me because you weren't okay. moving around or yep. whatever. You're just watching the ball and you're swinging the bat. That was, for me, that was what I liked, you know, uh-huh. in VR. Um, I played one at Carl's place once when you're an eagle flying around. That was just... Yeah, just mess with my head a bit. Mm, yeah. Um, Beat Saber, I've always wanted to give a try. Mm, oh, man. I'm for that. That's how um, So uh, maybe that would get me in it, that rhythm style of mm-hmm. game, maybe. Um, but yeah, that cricket game, if that was out on PSVR, I'd probably pick it up. Oh, really? That really? I just love cricket that much. That? And, yeah, was yeah. it really good? Oh, it was, it was fine. Like, it, was, it was a bit like strange like you sit there or you stand there and then you look down you can see like the the markings and the crease and all that where you're standing and um it was hard to get the timing down though because you you got to phase one over so by the time i'd faced all six balls i was kind of getting the timing a bit but i watched this other guy in line he must have lined up so many times because he walked out there and just hit six sixes in a row i was (laughs) like well Mate, obviously you've done this a few times yeah. today now. <laughs> like, oh, the rest I of us like, developed just... the, the game. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, the rest of us are just trying to get, like, cheeky singles and stuff. And yeah. this guy just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looked really cool. We didn't end up trying it. I think we went and got a cup of coffee. And then once, like, by the time we finished, it would just sort of pack it up, fortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, that looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you're. Yeah, I mean, it's probably because I tried it on in VR and then tried it on the screen afterwards. It was just like, um, this is shit. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I'm playing normal Tetris with just a few bits and pieces dancing around me. Doesn't compare. Oh, to, well, it's to cool screen. to sound and stuff on the yeah. normal screen anyway. So yeah, no, I, I I can see that. No, that's that's good that it's. Um, yeah, still enjoyable. Like, I, I like anything that sort of gives you the option. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's good, man. Um, all right, let's talk about the one of the, the big releases for this week. Uh, you played a bit of Fallout 76. And we yes. haven't. Talk to us about it, please. Okay. Let so, Fallout 76 is... Uh... Bethesda's latest creation, which is pretty much Fallout 4 with friends. That's the simplest way of explaining what it is. Cool. If you played Fallout 4, um, it's that with other, it's the same graphics, it's the same engine, mm-hmm. same controls. Cool. Um, yeah. But there's no NPCs. What? That's uh, that. Yeah, talk to me about that because that's okay. That just doesn't make so, sense to me. Like the whole no. thing of Bethesda games is like the whole world with weird npcs that give you weird mm-hmm. missions to do like how does it yes. work without npcs so it, you mostly get all your stuff from either finding notes or and it's like all right you know find this treasure or you find a holotape and it's got a store on the holotape and then it sends you to another place and you do things i've been given sort of missions from robots okay so um you know like those mr handy style robots mm-hmm. yep 
um, and things like that. So, yeah, it's... It, I, if you go in thinking, oh, this is going to be a normal Fallout experience, you're going to hate it. And that's what's happened to Carl. He uh, hates it. He won't, he won't play it. He oh, refuses no. to play it. So <laughs> I'm like, screw you. I'm just going to play it by myself. I've been playing it just like a survival game because now you've got to eat and you've got to drink because you've got, yeah, first and hunger meters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the game is really designed around having probably, I reckon, two to four people in your group. Because going solo, the amount of times I've been outnumbered and had to run away from fights is is uh, ridiculous. It's it's quite challenging by yourself, but I I think that's what I'm liking about it. And now I'm just going out into the wasteland, exploring by myself, and just trying to survive out there. So with the mm-hmm. food, drink, uh, stim packs yeah. are quite hard to come by as well. Uh-huh. So you, you know, obviously watching health and stuff like that, yeah. scavenging for new weapons, getting stuff upgraded, and just trying to slowly move you know, through the game. And that's what I'm really enjoying about it. Um, see, I played a bit with Carl and I had no idea what was going on when it was him and I, cause we'd just be like, blah, 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 over the headsets talking yeah, and we're just running around either. doing whatever. But now that I'm playing it solo, I'm just so, yeah, just, you know, uh, listening to a lot more tapes and things, understanding what's going on in the world. Yeah. I've bumped into a few players out in the wasteland, but none that much. We just sort of wave normally and, and run off. So nobody's uh, attacked you yet. Um, one guy kept following me and shooting at me. So the way PVP works in this is that you kind of just walk up and kill someone. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. If you start shooting at someone and hit them with bullets, it will take off the tiniest, tiniest bit of their health. Eventually you'll kill them eventually, <laughs> but you have to hit them with hundreds of bullets probably. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but that person then gets the option to turn around and shoot at you. And if they shoot back at you and then PVP is engaged properly and then you can kill them in your normal uh-huh. amount of hits, right? Uh, okay. So it's like an opt-in thing. But I had this one guy just following me, just trying to shoot at me. And I, I didn't want to fight him. You know, I was just like, no, I'm just trying to do my own thing. Go away. Leave me alone. Hmm. He just kept following me and just shooting at me. So I just kept taking him through load screen after load screen <laughs> in this building. I just kept walking in and out until he just left me alone because I'm like, you just have to keep following me through these load screens, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, he got frustrated and a bit bored. Um, but you can whittle someone's health down and eventually kill them if you hit them that many times. Then if that happens, you class as a murderer and you appear on everyone's map as oh, a red circle. That's when, okay. And they get a bigger bounty for killing you. So I saw someone do that on the map and they had this red skull. So I went across the map, chased them, chased them down and killed them for the bounty. And that was fun. Now, can he kill you as in like it's engaged as a PvP encounter or uh, you know what I mean? No. So if, if this murderer... Um, turns around and shoots me. Again, it does that 1% damage. Oh, wow. Back. So I get the first shot on him. Oh, oh, wow. So, you know, I just ran at him with like a, a shotgun, went boom, boom, boom. Or, oh, no, wait. I, uh, shot him, then threw a grenade and took him out that way, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, good. you know, that was fine. Um, look, the, gu- the game's really buggy, though. Like, there's a lot of bugs in this game. Okay, there's, I've seen floating stuff. enemies, enemies in the floor. The red scorpions normally have an animation when they burrow. Mm-hmm. That animation wasn't showing up, so it just looked like teleporting red scorpions, which was horrifying. <laughs> which is absolutely horrifying. Um, oh, just, yeah, they were just boom, 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 just teleporting all over the place. Um, you can yes, build in that, yeah? You can build. So you can build up a, a thing called your camp, and then you can pack it all up and then like deploy it somewhere else on the map. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. So where I've been questing, I'll deploy my camp nearby. 
Now, the one issue of the camp is that I started building my camp really spread out at first, but then when you pack it up and then you go, you can save everything you've built as a blueprint and drop it down exactly as it was. Problem is there's all different terrain areas with different trees, rocks. Uh, So it doesn't really work. So what I've now found is that rather than spreading out, you build vertical and try and keep it as compact, but you can build it tall and then drop that somewhere. So that works a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there's just skyscrapers like all over the map. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, not really. I've seen that many other people's little bases. I've seen one or They're two. They're just not as smart as you. Because how many <laughs> how many people would be in one server? Twenty four. Okay, so it, the, I imagine the map would be pretty big. It it's very big, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, so to find yeah, it's bigger than Ford's map on there. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. And yeah, I I encounter people like, but then there's times when I won't see someone for hours. The strange thing is that you can see everyone that's on the server on your map, which is uh, which is quite bizarre. Um, yeah. I almost feel like I'd like a server where you can't see anyone on your map, yeah. but it's yep. open PvP. So mm-hmm. if I see someone, I can straight out kill them if I want. Yeah. And I'd probably play on that server and have that full survival experience. It'd be a lot more tense, mm-hmm. but I think it'd be a bit more fun as well, having that extra um, threat. Well, why don't you just uh, download a game called Ark? Um, yeah, I, I <laughs> will break your heart. <laughs> yeah. And... Oh, God, yeah. No, yeah. I've played Ark, DayZ, H1Z1, all these other survival games. I guess, yeah, I know. I'm sort of a fan of that style of game. Yeah. yeah. Is there any sort of, like, actual story that you can follow? or? Uh, yeah, th- there is. So you, at the start of the game, there's holotapes or missions that you get, and then you mm-hmm. go out and you're sort of following this overseer that was um you know residing over the vault that you're leaving mm-hmm. and it's their sort of journey that you're following around the map mm-hmm. so that's probably the overarching story but there is um brotherhood of steel references there's um enclave references mm-hmm. i've seen verdi birds and things like that flying around those enclave ships all right so th- there is yeah there's a bit going on out there mm-hmm. um i managed to get a couple of suits of power armor but i haven't really used that that much yet Mm-hmm. I've sort of kept that away at the moment until I get into a really hard area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's just it's quite hard when you're playing by yourself because the amount of times I've walked into an area, I'm like, oh, there's a super mutant. I'll take a shot at him. And then, like, six of his mates will come running around mm-hmm. the corner at me. And it's like, I don't have the health or the ammo for this. So, yeah, it, it's it been difficult. But I've been enjoying it. So, Are you at, playing yeah. on the PlayStation? Uh, no, I'm playing on Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, Carl played a bit, but he he went, nope, no more for him. So, yeah, <laughs> well, which is fair enough, you know. But he he was really heartbroken by this game, and I can uh, I can see why. That his favorite thing was always interacting with NPCs, the mm-hmm. the funny, interesting stories that would happen, and and things like that. And he's not really sort of getting on board this sort of the survival I guess, aspect. Yeah, and also he's just finished Red Dead as well. And going from a game as beautiful as that to, you know, let's face it, this is quite an old engine now that Bethesda is running for this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a bit hard to take, I feel. Like he'd make all these jokes and stuff about, about all the lighting and that. Like, what are they doing here? Look, look at these light rays, you know. It's like, <laughs> ah, sometimes you just got to take a game as what it is and try and get yeah. your own enjoyment out of it. I feel like going from Red Dead to, to that would be... Oh. Yeah, <laughs> like a, a pretty, I, pretty downgrade. 
I feel they should have released probably a month before they did and and released before Red Dead. Mm-hmm. I I feel it just would have been mm-hmm. just accepted a little better by people because now it's like we've seen what games can now do this year and it's yeah. like well, I feel like every like, game should have avoided Red Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, well, look at Assassin's Creed. They normally have always released late October, but they went early October this year, and it was a great move. Like Odyssey was fantastic. I love that game. But if I had played it after Red Dead, maybe I wouldn't have liked it as much. Yeah, good point. That is true. Because like it, same thing. Like graphics wise, like Assassin's Creed is beautiful, but you compare oh, yeah. it to Red Dead, and holy shit! Like Red Dead is a lot better. I, I, mm-hmm. I thought going from Assassin's Creed to that, but yeah, same as you, man. I really loved Assassin's Creed. I've just finished it this week. Oh yeah, such nice. a great game. Um, but yeah, you've kind of got me, yeah, piqued my interest with um, Fallout 76 there. I I have yep. not been interested in this at all. Um, okay, yep. But yeah, the way you described it, I'm kind of thinking, hmm, would be, be, be pretty fun playing together. Mm. Yeah, look, yeah, as long as you don't expect something marvellous and over the top or whatever, as long as you go in with sort of low expectations, I think you can find enjoyment mm. in this game. It is fun exploring the world and just trying to survive and you know i'm i'm think i'm level 22 now and that's taken me a while to get to okay um i'm surprised that you've you're enjoying it a by fair yourself. bit by by here by yourself because yeah. i heard by everyone is like you need people to buy this game like don't go solo and stuff but you've kind of gone the other route where i suppose when you do explore by yourself and take your time and read certain things or yeah. um hear different tapes you know, you get a pretty good feeling of the game where yeah, well, you don't have four people going. Ah, da, 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 the other night when, when Carl was playing with me, we went to this one area. It's like, oh, let's get this quest done, you know, and it's to find this this holotape, one of the overseers holotapes. I'm like, all right. So we went into this new area and we started exploring. Anyway, we got ambushed by all these, like, I don't know, these minor creature things. I don't know. They're kind of cool. But he, he, he just ran. He just ran. He went, bugger this, and just left me. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, hang on, you just aggroed this entire zone of bad guys onto me. Pretty much. <laughs> just uh, and he, he just took off, grabbed the quest, and then ran. And I'm like, cool, buddy. Because by the time I realized he'd <laughs> run off, I was already fighting all these things. I'm like, where are you, dude? I need your help. So I'm all the way over here now. <laughs> oh, See you later. <laughs> so I managed to get out of that. But I was just like, dude, come that on. That would have been me running away. Yeah, yeah. So then from now I can pick my own battles. I don't have someone running through and waking up the entire area. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Uh, yeah, no, I think that would be a pretty fun game too. But yeah, look, the game's not for everyone. And yeah. it's, I know there's a lot of people out there, big Fallout fans, that are really, really disappointed in the game, mm. which Bethesda's put out. But, you know, I've played worse this year and been disappointed by worse. So, yeah. Fair enough. It's also the price point that's sort of like, from mm-hmm. what I hear, it's not, ugh, I guess. Oh, look, it probably shouldn't be as much as it is. Mm. You know, if this was like a $30 game, I think it'd be, I think it'd go quite well. And then you could yeah. go, well, it's 30 bucks, you know. Well, I think it was supposed to come out with Fallout 4. I think it was going to be the multiplayer aspect of it. And they pulled it and said, no, let's polish this up a bit and bring it out as a solo release. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Interesting. So it wouldn't have been hard for them to bring out. <laughs> yeah, I reckon I'll go in 76. if I can find a bit cheap. I think Amazon had it for cheap. I can't remember how much. I'll mm. have another look into it. But 
Yeah, I think yeah, maybe sometime next year when there's a bit of a bit of a drought, things, which is never going to happen. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, they might have a free weekend, and you try it then. Uh, yeah, true. Go and go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bit more interested now. Um, yeah, hearing you talk about it, it sounds like we could have fun playing together. The whole like um, people shooting at you and not being able to kill you that that quickly that sounds that's really good because cool. yeah that's yeah. that's one of the things that like you said like in arc oh my god it's like going back into cool. your game someone's destroyed your base you're dead all your animals mm-hmm. are dead it's like man start again I hard well, see no one can ransack your camp when you're offline and all that stuff oh, when you log out yeah. your, your camp disappears from the world as well okay huh. so cool yeah and then you jump back into the game and you re sort of spread your oh you can't probably still back in the same spot yeah oh okay but while you're away your camp's not there kind of thing Mm -hmm. oh cool Hmm. yeah interesting but then if if you go back into the world and someone's built where you had built then your camp's wrapped up again you gotta place it down somewhere all right okay okay but if no one's in that spot and you left your camp you know wherever next to this tree it's gonna be still next to that tree when you log back Mm. in okay Mm. Yeah, I'm intrigued now. I kind of want to play it. Damn it. <laughs> and you can build stuff around your camp, like a water purifier and crops and stuff, and go harvest that for like extra food and extra water and things like that, which is handy as well. I was using that. Had a water purifier set up there, and every time I go back there, there's a few bottles of purified water ready to go. Sure, you know, grab all that. So, yeah. yeah that's sick. Kind of sounds like damage. what I wanted Ark to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> But I, I still love that full PvP style server. I feel. I feel like that's what I'd play on most of the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, there are servers in Ark that have all different kind of rules. Yeah. Um, like I played on. Oh gosh, I played on heaps and heaps. But the thing is, there's one guy that's running the server. So if his computer goes down, or he's like, ah, I'm done with Ark. It's like, oh, there goes a whole game. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there have been servers out there that have been amazing where you can't raid people offline. Um, you can tame animals a lot quicker instead of like it takes you four or three hours and that's the most boring bit of the game. Some people oh, love it. Yeah. One of my mates love it. He loves taming and he'll just, I'm like, how, man? I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> I just want to tame it and get out. And Yeah, there are servers where you max level in like one night of play. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and you can, yeah, you can evolve up to like tech, tech gear and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, the, um, yeah, 76, gosh, makes me want to get it as well. Damn it. God damn. (laughs) Yeah. I'm hoping, yeah, maybe like a free weekend or it drop. Uh, I'm hoping it'll. Friday night week. Yeah. hundred percent. That would be, yeah. Me and you. That'd be perfect. Lots of fun. Mm. We'll we'll help you, Callan, not run away when we provoke some enemies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, we'll you're playing you the, on Xbox, we'll, we'll, damn it. We'll give, you the, we'll give you the thumbs up while you run off in the distance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's Fallout 76. And yeah, god damn it, I actually, yeah, really want to play it now. Really want to try it. <laughs> uh, all right, so next we have our weekly story of Red Dead Redemption. It's where Chris gets to rant about Red Dead Redemption for a few minutes. Yes. Yes, it's only a few uh, little stories. So I've been um, doing a fair bit of the story. Um, it's getting really interesting. It sucked me in at the start. That's good. I was a bit yeah, you were saying unclear you and I was a bit like, yeah, the character really isn't 
you know, Arthur's really not gelling with me and I don't really care about him. And the story is like, yeah, it's okay. But now, wah, wah, we wah. Um, it's really, really sucking me. Like there'll be times where I'm finishing one mission and I want to go straight to the next story. Um, I'm kind of avoiding some side missions. Um, that's not like me because uh, I just want to oh, see what happening. happens. Yeah. yeah, and there's a certain bit right now that I'm just <laughs> it got me thinking about what the end's going to be and how what, it's going to play what out. What chapter are you in? Uh, six. Okay. Do we know um, how many chapters there are? Uh, I haven't looked it up, no. Okay, cool. I don't think I want to know how many chapters there are. No, I don't. No. Okay, fair enough. Um, oh, I, have you? are you pretty far in? Oh, oh. I finished it. Okay, <laughs> so can I give you a clue where I'm at? As in, it's pretty easy. It's just a... <coughs> I just coughed and that was my clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That's where I'm that's where I'm at at the moment. Um and I'm just and I've yeah, I've gone pretty far in with with that and um I can't stop at the moment. Um but yeah, little side things that just randomly happened was um the way that Ariscals try to um hijack me. That was pretty cool. They lit a burning cart on fire and they pushed it down a hill right in front of me and had to stop and there was probably about nine of them that just came out running at me um i haven't my horse hasn't died once yet so i haven't used a revival kit yet on my um horse um and while this burning cart came down one of the ariscals grabbed my horse and he says oh i've got the horse and then he when i was kind of doing my dead eye on everyone um in that time, he stabbed my horse and killed it. <gasps> um, I was like, ah, he's okay. He'll get back up. Because every time I somehow stack my horse, he always gets back up. And I was like, ah, you're okay, mate. Oh, and I was like, no. like, oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. He's not okay. It's like, no. But I have the revival kit. So I went up to him, gave him a bit of a jab, a bit of a Nessendon football uh, club jab. <laughs> and he was, he was up and about. And uh, he was ready to go. Oh, so that was good um, because I bought one of the Arabian horses in uh, one of the towns for like 900 bucks. Yep. Um, fans of the knee. Yep. Um, yep. And then I was like, uh, back at this, I'm going to go to the snow and actually capture the white Arabian horse. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there the other night and caught that. I had to ride so far. Like I was one end of the map to the other. So I rode all the way to the snowy mountains uh, and caught it. Bucked me off a few times, but I've got it. So that's good. Um, anyway, so that was one encounter. Um, another one is – so I'm trying to be really nice. So I'm trying to help everyone and all the that kind of stuff. The law. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was a lady kind of just saying, I need some help. Popped off my horse. So how's it going, Kent? Are you all right? <laughs> and she kind of said, give me your horse. I was like, well, what? I was like, don't be silly. And then like four guys just randomly just came out of nowhere um, pointing their guns at me. And I was like, you guys are one silly fuckers. You don't have dead eye. I do. So I shot all of them in the head, got my horse back. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh 
I got attacked by a crocodile the other day. That was pretty fun. Um, <laughs> I can imagine. Was, that's that's pretty good. It's yeah, it's Being pretty attacked by a croc. Yeah. Just just walk yourself into the least. swamp. Get attacked by a croc. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I, I, they kind of just they kind of just lay there and they don't do anything. Um, and I was seeing if they were gonna take a dead body to see if they'll attack a dead body, and um, okay. they don't. They kind of just run around it a lot. I was like, this is weird. Why isn't it like attacking it? So then I just went up to it. I'm like, is he going to attack me? Um, yes, it does attack you. <laughs> Find out the hard way. Find out the hard way. Um, yeah, so that was it. I haven't seen the uh, the Kukok clan yet. Are they in the game? Yeah, so what? Um, one of my one of my friends has been there. Though he was riding along, <laughs> so this is not me. This is my mate. Um, and he saw this like fire <gasps> in the in the in the in the bushes, like full Good in the deep forest. Cross. And he's like, and he's like, what is that? And he's like, that's weird man. <laughs> so he went in there, and he was just like, he, he's like, what? He's like, what the fuck? Like freaking out. He's like, this is so weird. <laughs> they didn't see him, so he was just watching it, like to see what they're doing, and like. Yeah, they're like this guy goes up and burns the cross, um, but then it, t- it turns pretty south. <laughs> One of the guys who like lights the cross on fire like, gets caught on fire, and then they all start freaking out and like run around. Um, and then they saw him, and then they start to shoot at him and try to kill him. And then he just like rode off. Um, but this little suggested video came up on YouTube. It was like, what happens if you bring a black person to the Ku Klux Klan? <laughs> oh God! Wow. And um, oh, so he like, he hoagie ties some guy, um, a black guy, obviously, and then goes to the area and like just dumps it like behind them. Nothing happens. And then he picks it up again, dumps it. Nothing's happening. Goes up, dumps it again. And then they just all look at him and they just start shooting like the guy who's like dumping the body. And he's like, oh, no, this, this sucks. And nothing happens. So there you go. I don't, I don't know, know why they. Okay. I wonder why they didn't put that in the game, but <laughs> there's a few things that I'm like, oh, that's strange. Like how I put the the guy with the crocodiles and it didn't attack the, the crocodiles. Um, so didn't yeah, the, the dead body. No, it just yeah. kind of like runs, kind of ran around it like a few times and was kind of freaking out, and I was like, oh, that's disappointing. Huh. No, like no death there. Um, Fair enough. So anyway, there were my two encounters because I've been doing a lot of story missions, um, and I definitely can't say anything about that. So um, they're my Red Dead diaries. Oh, I've got a Red Dead diary if you want to hear it. Yeah, of course. So what Red Dead diaries? <laughs> all right. So uh, back, back when I so yeah, I finished the game and all that now, but this is one of those days when I was just cruising around doing things other than story. I was doing one of those bounty missions, mm-hmm. and this one was like way up in the mountains. I'm like, all right. I was on my trusty Black Arabian horse, which I'd paid $900 for from St. Denis, mm-hmm. cruising along on uh, Old Harvard, going up there through the mountains. Anyway, you know, <laughs> cruising along, I hit a rock, as you do. What happens? You stack it, but I'm up in the mountains at this stage. Oh, no. I fall off the side, but the, the horse, he goes over the cliff. <laughs> Oh. She goes, sorry. She goes just head over tail oh. down the cliff. Like, remember the Simpsons episode where Homer tries to go over the gorge <laughs> on the skateboard? <laughs> skateboard yeah. And then he falls out, of, you know, out the back of the ambulance oh. every, walking the way down. 
that's what happened to my horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching this poor pet go down the hill. I'm just like, it's like well, my nine hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. I had no horse revivers on me. Which anyone that's listening to this uh, always have horse revivers uh, on you. Really, I bought like fucking three because I was like, man, I'm <laughs> yep. so bad. I've been like really KOing my horse. Poor yeah. dude. Oh no. And I'm just like, well, there goes the horse, and I'm like. I can't fast travel anywhere up here. So I'm like, well, I might as well just keep going along to my bounty then. So I jump on a, I I happen to like go around the mountain on foot. I'm like, well, it's going to take me hours now to get this bounty and getting back to town. I'm like, it's all part of the adventure. So so I'm off on foot. I come around um, a few corners around this area and then I, I stumble upon this camp. There's a guy there with a horse. I'm like, well, I don't know what's going to happen here. Shoot the guy and take his horse. Anyway, I trot up to um, where this bounty is, and he's in this cave. So I go into the cave and have to confirmate uh, the, you know, the fight or whatever happens in there. Anyway, hog tie him up, come walk out, and the horse is gone. I'm like, oh god. Anyway, there was like a wagon there with another horse on it. I'm like, well, surely I can put this guy in the back of the wagon, right? No, nah, doesn't work. You can't put the guy in the back of the wagon. What? Yeah, yeah, which was really frustrating. I'm like, well, I guess I'm carrying your ass back to town. <laughs> what did, why, why did you should have just cut the horse off away from the the wagon? I should have done that. Um, yeah, I. I oh, did I? No, no, no. I, I was <laughs> carrying it. him for a bit, and then I stumbled across another camp with another horse. Killed that guy. Took his horse, and then I'm like, yep, sweet, heading back to town. You know, trotting along, and then next minute, friggin' his mates ambush me from behind all these trees and kill me. I'm like, well, oh, well that was that no. was an exciting fun run, wasn't it? <laughs> I've actually did that where I got stuck and I didn't have a horse. It said, oh, you, you can't call your horse. Like, it's too far, like, too bad. And I'm like, fuck. So what I did was I did the same thing as you. I kind of hijacked some random dude's horse, dumped his body, and then I was riding it all the way to my camp I uh, got to my camp, jumped off the horse, and I gained a level experience on the horse. Anyway, so the last few nights, wherever I go, this random horse is just there. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, should it's I just shoot it in the head and just kill it? Oh, like, wow. I'm like, why? Take it to a stables and sell it. Oh yeah, that's true. I could do that. Yeah, because you know, it comes up with a little horse icon, and I was mm-hmm. and. The other one, like, the other icon is this saddle saying that's your main horse. And I'm like, oh, this is so bad. Like, I feel so sorry for it. But whenever I hijack a, a wagon or um, I see a wagon on the side of the road with horses, I always get off my horse and cut away the horses and tell them to, like, flee. <laughs> that's my uh, little nature, you know, giving back to nature. What's happening? Go horses, to run free. <laughs> is uh, running around on my horse and then I get ambushed um, and then the horse gets shot dead and then I immediately get shot dead too and then the game auto-saves. I'm like, cool, there goes oh, that horse. Oh, no. Oh, That's the kit. Like, fair enough, my own fault not having a horse reviver on me, but when I have them on me and the horse goes, I'm like, oh, horse, and then I'm dead and I'm like, cool, the game just auto-saved there. That's great. That's there goes so another freaking thousand dollars on a horse. I know. So I save on death? Manu- I started manually saving a bit more so that wouldn't wouldn't happen. Yeah. They do that so you can't hack the game in meaning like you can't just be like, oh, I'm getting out of the game and go and start again. It's all, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. 
But um, uh, I'm having a ball. It's really good. Mm. So good. I think so I'll, much I'll, random stuff. I'll dive in properly when I'm done with Pokemon. I need a break after playing Assassin's Creed, I think. And Pokemon is the yep. perfect sort of palate cleanser. And then I'll go into it. Uh, speaking of which, any other stories about Red Dead you want to add before we move on? I could tell you what happens at the end. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> and I'm saying See you later. That. <laughs> oh no. Oh, all right. Let's uh, let's talk about the other big release of this week, which is Pokemon Let's Go. Which one did you get, Callan? I got Pikachu. Pikachu, nice. And you said you got the Pokeball as well. I did. Yes. Cool. All right. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on it. On on the Pokeball. Well, or yeah, start, start with the, 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 the Pokeball itself as a controller, and then we'll talk okay. about the, the game. All right. Um, so it, it's quite small. It's sort of about the size of a golf ball, maybe a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has two buttons on it, which acts as A and B, yep. and a little tiny joystick as well. Mm. Um, but it just sits in the palm of your hand, and it's, it's flawless. I love it. Like, it's just great. You know, and you sort of throw the ball out when you go to catch mm. a Pokemon. Um, it you know, shakes and makes a noise every time you catch a Pokemon. And then what I haven't done yet, but you can put one of your Pokemon into the ball, into this ball, and then go for a walk. Yep. And then it will level up from the amount of walking that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was going to do that with a Magikarp because I couldn't be bothered leveling up. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. <laughs> yeah, just put it in the ball, take it to work with me or whatever, and eventually, you know, it'll turn into a Gyarados and it'll be, it'll be great. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, th- I think it's a great little controller. Like, I've did tried you, it in, like, did you try right hand and PAX? Uh, I tried at E3, but yeah. Oh, okay. Sort of, yeah, did, so did I already you, knew what I was as... getting into. Right. Well, the, was... the ball would have been tethered, right, when you tried it at E3? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Because yeah. I think that for me, because uh, we tried it at PAX uh, a few weeks ago, obviously, um and i thought yeah this is okay this 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 is cool i, I had a, uh, already had the game pre-ordered with the pokeball um and i was like yeah this is cool i'm kind of glad i'm getting it but then when i actually got it and i had it in my hand without having the thing tethered just sitting in my chair just playing it yeah i think it's yeah it's perfect just sits in your hand like yep. nicely the way you sort of uh, put the thing around your wrist and stuff and that ring around your finger um, just works perfectly, yeah. And I, I did the thing, so I've been. Um, so yesterday, I put a magic cup in the ball, and then took my dog for a walk, and yep. it went up like eight levels. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't wow. even okay. that long of a walk. It was like maybe half an hour. Nice. Um, yeah, it works really well. And today, I took uh, Growlithe, took the dog for a walk. It's it's good as like a motivation as well to go <laughs> to go on yeah. a walk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. But yeah, no, I, I love the thing. And have you so? I'll tell you, Chris, because you wouldn't have seen it. Um, you get a USB cable to plug into the ball to like charge it, right? Mm-hmm. So you plug it into the dock, and when you plug the cable into the Pokeball, it plays the Pokemon Center tune when you heal your Pokemon. Really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't notice that. I've only put it on charge once so far, but yeah, uh, God, you might. You might have it on mute. Um, oh right by default i believe it's on mute um but yeah if you unmute it because if you have it on mute you won't be able to oh yeah i better tell you that before you try putting your pokemon in there and think that your pokeball is broken it's on mute by default so you won't hear your pokemon once when it's in there and you might think that it's not in there 
because I thought right. my, okay. my thing was actually broken. So I started like looking up YouTube videos and stuff um, and found out that it's actually on mute by default. So you have to hold down the um, A on the ball mm-hmm. to unmute it. And then you can hear your Pokemon and play with it and stuff. But yeah, it's great, man. Um, what do you think of the, the game itself? Okay, I've I played a lot of Pokemon over the years. So I started with Blue back 20 years ago. Yep. Um, and yeah, played a bunch. I've played uh, uh, blue, yellow, uh, I think gold. Yep. Um, and then I've done like ruby, sapphire, um, X. You know, throughout the years. Um, it's a great nostalgia trip. You know. Yeah. Uh, it just, you know, the remake again. It's like oh, I've done all this before. You know, like mm. over the years, it's your base 150. I just feel I would have preferred them to go straight into like gold or silver. So you got about 250. You get mm. that extra bit of variety. You get the two regions. It just would have just added a lot more to the game. But for a person's first Pokemon game, this would be amazing. Yeah. For, for a kid getting into like an eight, 10 year old kid getting into Pokemon for the first time, fantastic. Because I, I just find the game a bit too easy as well. Mm. Like I, I've now stopped using my Pikachu because he was that overpowered. He's so OP, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm finding it better now because I'm switching stuff out more and and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just not face rolling content. But what makes I feel the game so easy is that I remember doing caves like Mount Moon and the amount of friggin' Zubats you'd fight through yeah. that bloody cave <laughs> every two steps. You know now you can just run past them. You don't have to go through that. And if you run into one, it's just a quick, you know, throw of the ball, bang, you got it. Everyone gets experience. Let's move on. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a lot simpler in that way mm-hmm. rather than the frustration of that friggin' caves and stuff. Now I'm just like, ah, whatever. Um, but, yeah, look, it, it looks great. It looks so nice on the TV. Yeah, I agree. Every, everything's so colorful, you know, like... I remember playing the black and white version back in the day and then, like, seeing what the Pokemon looked like in colour online. Yeah. And being like, oh, my gosh, what? <laughs> the Nidoran's purple? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Things like this. Like, now, like, oh, man, I, imagine being a kid now and playing yeah. that as your first Pokemon game. Like, that'd be absolutely incredible. Yeah, I agree. That's what I was thinking yesterday. I was like, man, imagine, like, some 10-year-old kid playing a Pokemon game for the first time. Like, I'm so jealous. But then at the same time, it's like, because we've played the old versions, maybe we're a bit more sort of grateful that, you know, to see how far it's come kind of thing. Whereas a kid will probably just take it for granted. Just be like, eh, yep, cool. Um, I mean, yeah, maybe. But, oh, my God. Like... Because I've, I've got it as well, obviously. Uh, I've put mm-hmm. about... Uh, I think I've just hit eight hours. I've got my mm-hmm. third badge just before. And it's just a... Like, just a bundle of joy, man. It just, like, everything I do in this game just makes me happy. It's like, yeah. It's just... Yeah. Like, you can play with your Pikachu and, like, rub its head and, like, it'll just be like, yeah, thanks, man. Like, give you a little present back or, like... Um, I just think having to throw the Pokeball to catch the Pokemon breaks it up a bit as well. Instead of yeah. having the, the random encounters, you fight the Pokemon and then you fight trainers as well. It's good to that. Like there's still quite a fair bit of fighting because there's still 
a few trainers laying around that you can fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which is yeah. good. I, I just like, I really like the variety and seeing the Pokemon before you have the encounter as well. Like, what Oh, that's s- fantastic. I yeah. love that feature. That's probably my favorite thing from this version mm. that you're seeing them running around now. It's like, oh, cool, there's a Growlithe. I'm going to go for that Growlithe because exactly. I don't have one yet. Exactly. Or, oh, there's a Zubat. I've got 20 of those. Bugger that. <laughs> exactly. But what, like, what you were saying about going into the cave in Mount Moon and I was like just remembering that frustration <laughs> of fighting all the Zubats and I was like for the first time I'm actually having a good time just exploring the cave like I've gone through every single corner yeah. of the cave because mm-hmm. I don't have that frustration of encountering a Zubat every two seconds I can see it and I'm like okay well I'm not going to fight you I'm going to like move on to the next area oh cool there's well, a it's... dude there cool I'm going to catch this one and I like repels are basically useless now though. yeah I know <laughs> like um, I've, I've tried to use a lure to um, try to get a bloody um, an Abra um, oh yeah yeah still can do it but that's, that's oh another, really yeah but that's another great thing that I thought about so in the old games you go into an area you don't catch one of the Pokemon from that particular area and you moved on you you move on to the next step and you obviously get stronger and stronger it makes it harder to go back to that area and capture the pokemon because you're so much stronger whereas now it's easy for me to just go back to an older area and just go i'm just throwing a pokeball at it like yeah uh, Mm. one thing maybe i would have liked to see maybe is that um you know keep it as is but i felt felt like a lot of the time i've been over leveled Mm. Uh, over the trainers I've been fighting, like mm-hmm. by like eight levels above sort of thing mm-hmm. and just annihilating them. I feel like I would have liked maybe two modes that I could select one, the normal one or one where the trainer's levels of their Pokemon matches what yours are. Mm, yeah. Just for that extra bit of challenge along the way. How how far into the game are you? I am, uh, where am I? Uh, I'm just probably past where you are. Okay. Cool. So I felt Surge was the hardest fight I'd done so far. Yeah, I agree. That's but what I, was I had nothing say. really to counter him at oh. the same time. Right. So yeah, um, that was probably the toughest fight I've had. Mm. Yeah, it, it uh, was. It was the same for me. It was really easy up until that point because it's getting well, a bit. Yeah. It's getting to a bit where like it, it is a bit of a grind to like when you catch Pokemon, you don't get that much XP anymore and. Mm-hmm. Uh, same for the trainers. I'm hoping it stays like that and gets a bit more challenging. But at the same time, yeah. man, like I'm having so much fun. Like, oh yeah, it's 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 easy I to play. It. Like, um, it's bright, colorful. Mm. Yeah, it's it's Pokemon. You know, it's a it's a great, almost soft reboot of the series. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for Switch, and I'm, I'm like excited to see what they do. Like with a like a main Pokemon title next, which they said they're going that they're working on now. Yeah, and what right. features they're going to put into that game. Mm, yeah, I'm a bit sad they stripped back. Like, there's no breeding in this one. Yeah, I know. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I felt a bit weird that there was only three Pokemon in each version that were unique to them. I remember back in the day, there was like ten on each one. Oh, this. Pokemon that are unique to each version? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Do you know what they are? Yeah, yeah. So one's got Growlithe, Oddish, and something else. The other one's got uh, Bellsprout, Volpix, and something else. Oh, I'm not going to get Volpix? No, you're going to have to trade for that. That's another annoying thing. As far as I can see, 
you can only trade with people you know, right? Yeah, where's the Wonder Trade? I yeah, loved Wonder Trade in like um, Sapphire and, and stuff like yeah, that. That was awesome. awesome. Mm. It's the best thing. It's like sometimes you get a really rare Pokemon. Yeah. And and yeah, it was just fun just sending out random Pokemon or, or breeding your starters and sending them out and hoping yeah, to exactly. get like a starter back that you don't have. Like That was awesome. Yeah, it's not in there, which, yeah, kind of sucks. Um, so I'm hoping to just join some groups on Facebook or something and find the Pokemon I need that way. But yeah, it's pretty sad to see that Wonder Trade wasn't in there. Not uh, not just Wonder Trade. What was the other one called? Where you just like put up a Pokemon and request oh, a particular yeah. one back for that. Yeah, it should have something even just like that. Yeah, it sucks. It looks like have you have you seen what it what it's like, Chris? If you want to trade with someone or battle them. No. It's so weird. It's like the old systems of like, no. uh, I think Mega Man did that where you have to put like a code, but it's like oh. images. So it's like you, there's a bunch of Pokemon there and you pick three of them, a combination of the three, and then the other person has to put in the same combination and that's how you link up. It's so oh. weird. It's so primitive. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah What's I, with I feel, Nintendo and their codes? Yeah, they just. Oh, I feel like Nintendo just haven't grasped the concept of online play. Like, <laughs> so weird. It's like their online could be so much better if they had voice chat through just plugging a mic into your controller. Oh, come on, like, man. Like, speaking to someone through your phone, through an app, that's pretty revolutionary. <laughs> like, that's that's next rubbish. level. So bad. <laughs> Oh, like, at, yeah. at least Smash's online look, looks like it's going to be all right, that you can just go on and have random battles and, yeah, and all that. Yeah, so. it looks pretty good, yeah. I'm keen for yeah. that, too. Um, but, yeah, that was probably the most disappointing thing. But I haven't tried the um, the Pokemon Go integration as well yet. Um, yeah. Hoping to get to that so point. So, what, what's the deal mm. with that? Like, how does it work? I'm not 100% sure yet. You have to be uh, up to a certain point, which I believe is the next step for me. Uh, okay. You have yeah. to go to this. Uh, it's called the Go Park, I think, um, and that's when you can link your Pokemon Go account to your Let's Go oh, cool. game. Um, so pretty I'll much be... those Pokemon go into this park, I think, and it's almost like mm. the Safari Zone. Yeah, the ones I feel. Yeah. So, so. I'll I'll be doing that uh, during the week, and I'll, I'll definitely bring it up next week. Um, but another thing I... that I tried. Did you? Sorry, go on. Oh, I said I'm just going to bring a Volpix over from my um, Pokemon Go game, I feel. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That That's probably going to be the easiest way to do it. But did you get to try any co-op? Uh, I haven't tried that either, no. Okay. I've seen some people do it on stream, but yep. no. Nah. It's, um, it's interesting. Um, so I had a friend over today, so he picked up one of the Joy-Cons. So how it works is you activate the Joy-Con, so just turn it on. But then if you shake it you just simply shake it and another character so it'll be if you're a boy the other character will be a girl and vice versa so the other character just drops in instantly a little girl drops in and she's got behind her one of your pokemon following her um they can't interact with the pokemon in the area they can't interact with the trainers in the area so i don't see any point in having them there really um but actually <clears throat> oh go on no sorry what were you gonna say oh what i saw the streamers doing is mm. that they're actually using the second one so they'd just do it themselves that have a joy con in each hand mm-hmm. right 
And then when they went to capture a Pokemon, they'd shake the other one and throw two Pokeballs at the same time. Yeah. So, so in, they're using it for catching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when you're in battle or if you're uh, going to catch a Pokemon, it's definitely handy. But if you're just mm-hmm. r- running around the world, they actually, like, they don't do anything. They can't do anything, <laughs> which is weird. Um, but it's like, it, it's kind of fun, like, they'll just shake it to drop in and if they shake it again they'll just disappear again so if they do anything while they're helping you so that if you're going to a battle and you you have a person with you it'll be two the two of you against whoever you're fighting and if you're trying to catch a pokemon you'll both throw the pokeball and it sort of like fuses together and like gives you a bit of a boost i guess um, mm. to help you catch the Pokemon, which is cool. It's kind of fun. Mm. And then, like, you just shook the Joy-Con and off you went. He was gone. And I just obviously keep the Pokemon that he helped me catch and stuff. It's interesting. Mm. Yeah, cool little um, add-on. Um, I think first time that it, there's co-op in a Pokemon game. So, yeah, that was cool. It's not something that, like, for example, if I came to your house, Chris, and then, like, try to go into your game and help you and, like, you can't yeah. bring in your progress from your game, that sort of thing. It's literally, like, I'll go in and help you for a little bit and then, okay, cool. So, it's cool for, like, if someone just wants to, you know, come over a, or... Yeah, I think it could be a thing where, um, say, you're playing it and your little brother who's, mm. you know, eight or something and he wants to play so badly where you can be like, yeah, you can come in, but you can't do much. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like giving the old so. unplugged controller to your brother and be like, yeah. you're doing heaps of cool stuff, dude. <laughs> Keep it up. Yeah, that's probably yeah a good thing that the other character can't do anything because I was like a bit worried. I was like, because uh, one thing I don't think I brought up is, so if you see, for example, a Pidgey, running around flying around mm-hmm. and you go to it and catch it and then you you've caught it and then you see another one and you catch it so if you catch the same pokemon again in a row mm-hmm. you build a combo and it gives you extra experience if you catch the same oh. pokemon over and over again right and that's also how you get your shinies to spawn too oh really oh you, yeah so you chain up to 31 oh and, and that gives you four times the oh. amount of a chance of finding a shiny Pokemon or one with perfect IVs for right. those stat hunters out there. I already got um, a shiny, it, it, by it, the way. <laughs> so pretty much you, you go up to 31 in a row. Yeah. And then pretty much because you don't have to run around to get Pokemon spawn anymore, you can just sit in the one spot and just watch the screen till you see a shiny yeah. one eventually appear, run over and, and catch them. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. They're just like you can see them spawn in the grass or... In the caves or whatever. Yeah, I found a, a shiny Zubat randomly in Mental oh. Mood the other day. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty lucky. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think that's a cool sort of little add-on. So yeah, why I brought that up is when I was playing with Nathan before, I was like, I hope he doesn't go to another Pokemon that I'm not trying to catch. So he like breaks yeah. my combo. But yeah, yeah can't do that, <laughs> which is good. Um, but yeah, man, like the whole thing, like everything that you do is just, yeah, pure joy. Just makes me happy. And, um, yeah, that controller being that it's in one hand, like I'll just be, you know, maybe like this morning I woke up and I just had made a cup of coffee, just drinking my coffee and playing Pokemon at the same time. Yeah, that's it. Real good. Real good. Oh yeah. Nice. Anything you want to add about, uh, Pokemon there, Callan? No, I think we pretty much touched on everything yeah yeah i think so 
Nice one. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we had for this episode there. I'm surprised it went for that long, and I'm glad it did. <laughs> we're in we an hour always 23. <laughs> we always do I'm like, oh, no, we've got like three topics. What are we going to do? It's going to go for like five minutes. <laughs> that's never the case. Never the case. Uh, no, that, that was good. That was good fun. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us, man, Callan. Yeah, for sure. No, thanks for having me on. No, that's, uh, yeah, always a pleasure, man. Um, yeah, tell the people where they can find your stuff, what you do around the, the internet. Uh, all right. Well, if you want to get aboard the Game Train, uh, you can find us at GameTrainPodcast.com, Facebook.com slash GameTrainPodcast. We're also on Instagram at GameTrainPodcast or Twitter at GameTrainTalk. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much it, really. We Get on run, board. Get on board. <laughs> we run fortnightly. You know, we review. We look at retro stuff we talk about our hype trains and our lame trains you know we're fun yeah good podcast De- definitely get around yeah. it I'm, I'm glad that uh, we can get you on here because yeah you're one of the the few, uh, the few podcasts that we've been interested in doing something with um uh for a while there so yeah good to have you on man yeah keep keep trying yeah, to get sure. carl on yeah like, oh. good luck but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like one of those yeah i'll, I'll try to catch 31 cars and finally get the shiny one yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like for example tonight he's at a gig so it's completely yeah. random with him <laughs> there you go uh chris where can the people find you uh they can find me on the grams at christofini.gaming c-h-r-a-s-t-o-p-h-i-n-i-e uh and that's about it that's about it beautiful um i'm also on uh, instagram mainly uh that's hangs with rog uh i believe it's one word it's one word isn't it i was confused myself yes h-a-n-g-s-w-i-t-h-r-o-g uh we also have a website www.buttonmashpod.com uh you can email us your feedback at uh, buttonmashpod at gmail.com um and you can also find us on fabes on facebook Sorry, I don't know what fade book is. Um, but mash podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, good episode. Good episode. Good fun. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, definitely uh, welcome to come back and uh, hopefully bring Carl with you next time. <laughs> <laughs> like he doesn't do it in 76. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he just runs off. <laughs> just bring the enemies and then leave. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, thank you listeners for listening to, to the show. It's always good. Make sure to leave us a little review on uh, the iTunes there. If you'll, that's what you're using. Uh, but that's it for this week. So yeah, we'll join you next week. Final round. You 